often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 599, about to break off another hundo. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse. My trusty sidekick, Agent Fox Mulder, the three-legged kitty. I think he's he's in the other room, I know. In my guitar room, as it were. Yes. Host of the six hundo. And... Almost the 12-year anniversary of the show. I mean, we're just weeks away. Also, would be my 43rd birthday, but that's we don't need to be counting that so much anymore. It's really neither here nor there. That's, uh, it's a big nu- that number just keeps getting bigger every year. It's funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, almost 12 years of this. Almost a dozen, not quite a baker's dozen, but almost 12. I don't know that that's a special anniversary so much. Uh, I mean, it's special to the fact that I am still doing it, I guess. I don't know. Not sure. Um, I know the German word for 12 is Wolf, I believe. I think that's the number. Yeah, anyway. Something like that. 12 is a weird one. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh Coming out real strong here, as uh, I did have I did have a, a slight bit of Red Bull. I'm back on the caffeine. Um, after being sick like pretty much all of December, man, trying to work through just being tired. Like I'd cleaned myself off the caffeine. I'd quit hitting the energy drinks, and uh, was able to uh, function at work without uh, getting jacked on fucking caffeine. Now I'm back at it. You know, it's tough when you work a job where uh, you make more money the more you produce. And, you know, if I know that I get jacked on caffeine, I can produce more quicker. <laughs> it's hard to to pass that up. And also, you know, there's just the being sick that really I needed something to kick me in the ass to be able to, like, get through the job. But then now I'm, like, stuck in the vicious cycle again of pounding monster energy drinks. And uh, to get through the day. And then on the weekends, I'm just fucking tired as shit from not taking it. And then, uh, you know, I, I had a little, a small Red Bull. But, uh, very small Red Bull. Just a, a little bit because uh, I'm also at nighttime. I have issues with uh, the old allergies. Well, allergies plus on top of the fact that, you know, I MIG weld every day at work and that uh, breathe in a lot of bad shit. It's just not great for the lungs and everything. And uh, I have a lot of lung butter, as they call it. As the kids call it. <laughs> uh, lung butter's probably been around since, like, I don't know, 40s. At least. <laughs> I'm thinking it's been a while. The, uh, you know, the old kids call it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, because of that, because of that and also having issues with sleeping, there's something to do with probably the fact that, you know, pounding a, a monster energy drink uh, throughout the week also that makes it a little hard to sleep. Throwing the fact that I have the issues with uh, all the sinuses and all that shit from breathing in has uh, carcinogens and all that fun stuff. Uh, <clears throat> I take uh, Benadryl at night to help me sleep. Also, it kind of helps with 
drying all, all the shit up in my stuff. And, uh, yeah, I ended up taking a Benadryl. I didn't want to take a Benadryl last night. Try to clear out my system, but then um, when I'd gotten up this morning, man, I had a bunch of drainage going on and everything. I was like, well, you know, if I fucking pop a Benadryl and sleep for a couple more hours, I, uh, it should clear that up, which it, it did for the most part. I got a little bit of drainage going on right now. Hopefully I'm not coming down with something. Uh, cause you know, I've only had a couple of, couple of weeks essentially where, or about a month where I, I felt all right. I don't want to get fucking sick again. I mean, I was sick with the exception of like a week. I was sick like all of December and, uh, no fun, no fun whatsoever. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because I took the Benadryl earlier and I did sleep for several more hours. I was a little drugged out <laughs> upon getting up, and then I went to get my lottery ticket to hopefully end the madness of, you know, the daily grind of uh, working a uh, really physical job would, would end if I if that lotto pays off eventually. And, you know, there is the possibility of a, the cutting our hours. Like, this next week, uh, I actually, well, this weekend is actually a three-day weekend for me because uh, they are not working us on Monday. I'm taking a cash out with my vacation, so I, I won't lose the pay. But it sounds like we might end up only working a couple of days a week here soon. And that's going to suck. I mean, there is the shared work program that Missouri has that uh, I've never participated in it. My last job um, was supposed to do that during the pandemic, and then they, uh, the person in HR, probably not best if I get into it, but uh, she did not want to do it. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, <coughs> Anyway, what it's a program through the government where uh, employ employers, when there's times of work shortages, that uh, I'm not exactly sure how it works. Because again, I haven't actually taken part in it. But the companies, as long as they work their company, uh, the employees a certain amount of hours, um, not above or below or something to that effect they will pay the employees uh part part of like a percentage of uh <coughs> of their pay of their normal pay um <coughs> so you you're not getting you're getting a, a, a slightly bigger paycheck I, again i'm not sure how that percentage works, what kind of percentage it is. Um, but uh, they will cover some of the loss in pay. And they do it by like a weekly basis. And uh, yeah, that's great and all. Like I'm all for that. Um, however, uh, the way my job works, you know, we have our standard base pay, which I'm assuming that's how that would work with a shared program. They would just go off your base pay. Problem is, we have daily production bonuses. And I really rely <laughs> on those daily production bonuses. And uh, if we're not working that day, we're not getting any bonus. 
So that I would imagine they're not factoring that bonus in at all. And so my paycheck would be a lot smaller without that. And so, unfortunately, it looks like I'm going to have to take on a second job. Not sure what that second job is at the moment. Hopefully, I can find some. I'd love to find something online. Uh, the odds of that, I don't know. I, I don't have, like, a whole lot of the skills required. Uh, well, I guess I have some of the skills. Do I want to do that? <laughs> and would I be good at it? It's another situation. I suppose I could do like some kind of customer service thing or yeah, but the uh, the, the thing is like if I take out a, a second job and like they they cut her hours like there's I need to find a job like hey if I'm gonna have two to three days off this week and I need to fucking come up with a way to you know make those hours up via a second. Job that, okay, you know, whatever day. I'm sure that the days aren't going to be the same every week. That it's going to just be like, okay, hey, next week we're, you're only working two, three days. Whatever it is. It's just going to depend on what the workload is when they have to get the shit done by, I would assume. Um, But uh, I would need a job be like, okay, I'm going to work today. I'm going to work today 10 hours. Or I'm going to work after my day job. Like tomorrow, like three hours or something like that, just so I can have times where I'm and just make up my schedule as I go along. All right, now I'm going to work stuff, which this is this makes it, I would imagine, difficult. I mean, customer service, that's not going to work out so much. But I guess, I guess customer service jobs, if you're doing that part time, I mean, they just have to have somebody available. I'm not sure. I don't really want to do customer service. <laughs> I'm just using that as a, somewhat of an example. I'd love to be able to, man, one of, I mean, I've been doing this stuff talking on microphones now, which I just uh, mentioned. I guess it's going to be 12 years um, this this coming St. Pat's that since we recorded the first one. And I had a year at a radio station before that and, uh, of course, went to a broadcast center. So, I mean, I if I could find a voiceover job, that would be fucking, fucking fantastic. Um. And, of course, I've got a, you know, I still have a closet in the other room with uh, styrofoamed out, moving blankets hung up, all that good shit. Um, and, uh, you know, that would make sense for me to record shit in there. It's one of those things that's hard, uh, hard to get... Um, voiceover jobs. Uh, there's... There are there are sites and stuff, but from what I understand, they're not the greatest at making. Uh, <coughs> yeah, Voices dot com is one, but I I feel like I've heard. Uh, they're maybe not the grace greatest. Um. Do do do. There's there's a lot of Reddit stuff on this, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean that would be ideal. I mean for me to do that and just be like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it tonight. There's there's a lot of damn it, uh, Kiora, they're fucking with me, but uh, I mean that that's another thing where. 
if I started doing that, like it's kind of a grind the way you do it online. From what I understand, it's hard at first. Um, the uh, and and it goes down real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like the older you get, it's hard at first, and then it just like just goes down. Then <laughs> <laughs> you need to end up popping a blue pill and everything. Um, to keep it hard, to keep it engorged. Anyway, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about my cock, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, what I was really <laughs> talking about is finding voiceover jobs online. Um, I had kind of like look. I've looked into it many times. I will. I mean, that's the why one of the reasons why I converted my closet into <laughs> that. But it seems that it's just really difficult. Uh. To get consistent work, uh, especially off the off the drop, that your first drop in, as as they would say in the the war zone. That is the Call of Duty war zone. And your first drop, you know, it's hard to hard to get anybody to give you uh, uh, any kind of money. And that's you know when I first moved in here, that was a different time. <laughs> it was a couple of years ago now. I probably would have had better luck doing it back then. Um, or is now there's a lot of AI doing voiceover shit and that's just not cool. Just not fucking cool at all. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, like if you do stuff like, uh, from our saying voices.com and, uh, what is it? Shit. Like Upwork. Um, I forgot all the <laughs> online sites where uh, Fiverr, that was the one I was thinking of. Um, you know, you can go on there and then post examples of like your voice and stuff doing, doing some sample works. Uh, and then people can listen to it and decide whether or not, you know, to, that they want your voice. They want this sultry voice to record an instructional video. Or whatever have you, you know. Um, that being said, uh, the ones that do it more and have uh, gotten a lot of money doing it, they're going to show up number one, top tier in the results for searches. And so being that one that just hasn't had anything yet, it's hard to get those first couple people go, you know what? I'm going to give you a shot. Going to give it a shot. You sound amazing. Um, and, uh, you know what? I, I probably should have done it when I first <laughs> moved in here. Um, when I had more time. Well, I guess I didn't have more time on my hands. I was working more hours, to be clear. <laughs> um, this was before... When I first moved in here, the AI hadn't stolen all the voiceover to work. Um, now I feel like it's going to be much harder to get those jobs because you can just use AI to fucking voice whatever the fuck you want. Um, as, uh, yeah, that would be, uh, let's see, voice work. Here we go. There's Reddit. I love Reddit. Um, oh, what the fuck? There's no, uh, you bastards. There's a voice, like, Reddit, man, I'm getting to be more and more of a fan of Reddit um, when you want shit like this. 
voice artist listing slash recruiting. Um, do do do. There's uh, you know, there's places on on Reddit if you want to find out how to do the stuff. Not necessarily are you gonna find good information, but I mean, there's definitely usually with the stuff like this, there's a, at least a few pages set up on Reddit to find the stuff. Now I don't know that they'll really help me. <laughs> uh. This is just people posting stuff for jobs. Uh, ooh, man, voice actors for a student VR project based on Dracula. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like the sound of that. Uh, <laughs> do yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know that. Uh, I mean, I feel like this is just more of the the perfect thing for me to do is something like this like voiceover work and shit from home but it's also another thing like if I'm going on Fiverr or if I'm going on Voices.com or whatever at least the way it works on Fiverr um, I don't know exactly sure on like Voices.com but on Fiverr I know I've I've gotten graphic design done on Fiverr um, like once I wasn't real pleased with the results <laughs> at the end of the day because I feel like they did what I just would have done for graphic design. And uh, <laughs> by just taking stock images and then, like, manipulating. Uh, but uh, on Fiverr, you get uh, somebody will send you an email, I guess, and saying, like, this is what I want. Give me yada yada. Basically give you a script. You'll read it. And then uh, send them a file. And the faster you are at replying to these jobs and what have you, like, you know, the higher rank you'll be and the more likely that you'll get more work. So I imagine if I get involved in, like, the online aspect of doing this shit that uh, I'm going to be... (laughs) uh, Constantly, like, like, if... I would imagine at first, though, probably wouldn't be a big deal because I'm not going to get that many emails. And as long as it's, like, a small thing, like, a, you know, like, 20 minutes and below, like, type of video, we'll say, like, some kind of YouTube shit, what have you. Um, should be fairly, you know, I would imagine most of them are only going to be a few minutes. I don't know what all kind of work really there is for voiceover stuff. Um, but if it's, uh, uh, here, here's one, uh, uh, this is an explainer video. This is on Reddit. This is 13 days ago. They probably found somebody already. Um, the length of presentation will likely be between 25 and 45 minutes. Um, do, 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 they're paying 100 to 300 bucks. I mean, 25 to 45 minutes, uh, you know, doing a read-through of that several times, that could be, could be tough, but I mean, I could, that'd be worth the time, I guess. <laughs> um, do-do-do, but, uh, yeah, anyway. I would hope that they'd be l- l- less than that. Like 15 minutes, like that sounds not bad. <laughs> 45 minutes, that's kind of like, ooh, 
that's a lot of recording and to make sure you're doing it right that's i mean i'd love to do like voiceover acting for like uh audiobooks and stuff that's going to be a lot more reading that takes a lot more time um <clears throat> oh here's one i have to read it in a new english accent well i i'm not <laughs> i am not uh from england so that could be a problem that's uh do <clears throat> do yeah <laughs> there's a lot i would imagine looks like most of these people the ones that are looking for actual voiceover a lot of these are just people like on the reddit page a lot of them are just people that uh, are like hey i'll do a voice <laughs> um <clears throat> but uh there is a lot. It looks to be uh, oh shit, uh, a lot of YouTubers on here, which is what I had assumed that a lot of the voiceover work these days is going to be like YouTube videos, online videos, YouTube, TikTok, what have you. TikTok, unfortunately, most of the videos I see on there, at least, says damn AI, the same AI voices over and over again, and the shit's really annoying. I feel like if you hire a real person. Then again, this is this is you know, money is involved. You're gonna have to pay a real person, as opposed to uh, <clears throat> you know, well I guess some some AI you have to pay, but I would imagine AI you're paying a lot less than to have a real person like do VO for you. And uh, I'm gonna venture to guess the AI is gonna be a lot cheaper, a lot cheaper. And, uh, yeah, anyway, <laughs> so I got, I got that going on. Hopefully, hopefully I can find something. I know that at the end of the day, I mean, I could probably go back to my last job as a part-time thing. I know how to do most jobs there and hopefully uh, I, if I did that, you know, they would, uh, pay me what I made before and, uh, that'd be decent wages for a part-time job. Not decent wages for a, a full-time job. <laughs> uh, probably not good for me to shit all over them, though, <laughs> if I was to actually have to go back there and get, get work again. So I'll just leave it at that. Be good, great pay for a part-time job. Um, and I feel like there, because there's two shifts, I, or at least as far as, uh, they might be back down to one shift. I don't know. I haven't been there in over a year. Um I should be able to just go, hey, yeah, let's. I'll work these couple hours after my work. Or, hey, I'm not working this day and that day at the day job. I'll go in and I'll fucking work eight, ten hours, whatever. As long as I'm not working over 40, you know, that's not shouldn't be a problem. Uh, whereas if I worked over 40, that's overtime, and I don't think they do that uh, with uh, part-timers anyway. I would imagine I wouldn't want to be working over 20 hours at whatever part-time job I'm doing. Um, and if I'm still, if I've still got the day job as a steel worker, I would assume I'd hopefully have at least three days a week. Hopefully. Oh, and if they do cut our hours, hopefully it's just, you know, a couple of weeks. Uh, it's just not, it just sucks, you know, 
That's just, uh, I guess, the way way it, it goes sometimes. <laughs> Is that you have to... I'm not selling my guitars, damn it. I know that. Not selling my guitars. It's a horrible idea. But I mean, I'm still looking at buying another Gibson. Obviously, this puts a real wrench in the in the works here, in my gears. Throwing a wrench in my gears. As far as that goes, as I I still haven't quite paid off my Gibson Adam Jones uh, LP there. And uh, I'm getting close. I've got less than 1,000 now at 900. That's all I got to pay left on that fucker, which reminds me, actually, I need to... Uh, <laughs> I need to make that payment. So I better like, put a reminder here. <laughs> Tis that time. Um, which knowing how much. Uh, see, I want, I was really hoping that the taxes would be a little bit different, but uh, I, I did not get really much in the way of money back. And as far as taxes is concerned. So that kind of threw another fucking wrench into the pr- plan here. Uh, Oh, if only I had the money to just... I better win that damn Powerball later. That's all I can say. <laughs> that will uh, that will free me up quite, uh, quite a bit there. As uh, I am just as I'm talking, I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> make this payment. I got a couple of days, but I'll I'll pay it now, so as to not. There we go. Making the making a hundo payment, which is more than the uh <laughs> the minimum. Um which the minimum is like 60. That leads me down at 800. I had been doing like 200 or more the last couple months, the last several months to really just knock it out. But uh <clears throat> as uh yeah. So now I have 800 to go. Which eight hundos? That's a lot. That sounds so much better than three thousand when I started, and that's just a little over a year. So I mean, that's not bad. If I get it, you know, at the rate I'm paying it, I'm not gonna have to pay any interest, which is the big, big part of that. That uh, I wanted to get done with that, and that would, you know, I could potentially buy another Gibson and do the same thing with it. <laughs> Just pay, you know, a hundred or two a month. And, uh, <laughs> but I need to make sure I have, uh, you know, income coming in every month in a, uh, consistent manner <laughs> enough to pay that bill and the rest of my bills, which is, uh, yeah, we got to do that. And, uh, I'm not ready yet to just go work a glory hole. Cause I, one, the, the I'm not aware that there's like a lot of glory holes around here to begin with. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. I haven't really searched out holes to stick my uh, uh, dick in. Mystery holes. Uh, Also, as far as I'm aware, glory holes attendants don't get paid. I mean, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Um, It's a a thing I'm I'm afraid to do that Google search. The things that are going to come up after I start searching that are going to be mind-altering in ways that uh, I'm not sure I, I want to deal with, you know? Um, as your uh, mouth becomes someone's cum- uh, many people's cum dumpsters, um, 
I I don't know that. Uh, again, I think it's just for lo- the love of the game. If you're going to be doing that, you got to do that because, and I'm not going to enjoy that. Um, but uh, <laughs> my mouth is a cum dumpster. That sounds like a great song title. My mouth is a cum dumpster. Anyway, um, which reminds me of a old friend that unfortunately passed away in 2016. She, uh, Christina. <coughs> um. But uh, she uh, she used to, used the, the uh, she would tell guys a lot to shut your man pleaser, um, which I I thought was great, Just telling guys to shut your man pleaser is uh, referring to your mouth, you know. I always loved that line. I always loved that line. Um, my mouth is a cum dumpster. It sounds pretty great too, though. <laughs> Shut your cum dumpster. That doesn't sound quite as good as shut your man pleaser. Um, but my mouth is a cum dumpster. That sounds like a great song title. I mean, uh, that kind of, I don't know why that sounds different than like shut your cum dumpster. Uh, <laughs> you could say oral cum dumpster. No, that doesn't quite ring. That, I don't know that it quite works out. So, <clears throat> just not how that, works I guess <laughs> anyway uh, just thinking of like doing other jobs and other works just like oh. I mean I need to be thinking about it right now because it just seems like that's gonna it's gonna be the case where we're only gonna be working a few days a week <laughs> and uh, my bills aren't gonna pay themselves <laughs> and uh, I don't want to get this uh, penthouse foreclosed on as uh, I don't know what other options I really have for uh, housing at the moment, but I'm thinking they're not great. They're not great. And uh, I'm not one to not pay my bills, so that's i got to be proactive here. These are decisions I'm sure, you know, many, many of people go through on a daily basis. Through good times and bad. Sometimes, I mean, employment's high right now. But costs of everything is through the fucking roof, so normal people can't afford basic necessities, as it were. Um, and wage growth just isn't meeting that inflation. <laughs> it is not. And uh, I'm going to venture to guess that most normal everyday people are struggling right now to begin with, whether they're employed or not. Everything costs way too much. As uh, I, I guess I just need to change the subject here. As uh, look on the bright side of things. I mean, <laughs> call, there's a new season on Call of Duty, and uh, they got the Rick Grimes. If you get the battle pass, you get Rick Grimes off the bat. Of course, they're releasing the new uh, series. I don't know if it was started like last week or if it's. This week, I'm not sure when it started, but they, the new Walking Dead show with Michonne and Rick. And uh, I want to see it, but uh, I don't, you know, I don't have AMC on any way, shape, or form. So I'd have to drop some cash down. I'll watch. Well, the first episode, if it's up on Amazon Prime, which I haven't updated Amazon Prime yet, because unfortunately, those sons of bitches 
changed their subscription packages. There's a higher tier of Amazon Prime, whereas if you just normal Amazon Prime right now, you get ads in all your videos. And then you got to go a tier up. You got to pay more a month to not get ads. It's like, you sons of fucking bitches. And people are making the argument that this is, um, that all these streaming giants are be turning into cable television, which they get a lot of money from ad revenue. A lot of eyeballs are fixed to these programs on their show. So, I mean, if, and, you know, Advertisers will pay high dollar for their ads to be shown to that many people. So advertisers are like, hell yeah, put fucking commercials on Stranger Things, which is Netflix, but, you know, not Amazon Prime. Either way, Netflix is part <laughs> in part doing this shit too, motherfuckers. Um, but uh, to me, it says like cable television. Okay, if I pay for cable television and I'm getting commercials, that means I'm only doing the basic package, but I'm getting a fuck ton of different channels, right? Now, if I pay for a higher tier uh, package that includes your movie channels, those movie channels do not have fucking commercials. And, you know, I'm paying more individually for them. So for me, it says, you know what, I'm paying I'm paying a lot anyway for these streaming services to begin with. That's a lot like before Amazon putting these commercials, uh I think it was like what was it, fourteen, fifteen bucks a month? And then it's another four dollars a month if you want don't want the commercials now. I could be off on those numbers. But it's somewhere around there ish. And son of a bitch, man, that is, that's just for one streaming network. You know, I do Netflix, Disney plus and Amazon. And uh, I've gotten programs that I'm into on all three of those. So it's, it's difficult for me to, uh, get rid of any of it at the, at this moment. But um, obviously if I'm going to be losing, out on hours at work, I'll probably have to get rid of all three of them if it gets bad enough. You know, I'll have to, I'll have to cut somewhere, and that's somewhere where I guess I don't really need it. <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm just I don't I think it's bullshit. The point of what I was getting with at is when I have Netflix, I'm it's not like I'm getting all these different channels. It's like I'm getting one movie channel. And I'm paying what I would consider premium for that fucking movie channel. Like a normal cable package uh, for basic is, I don't know. I don't I haven't had cable in over a decade, so it's hard for me to know what the current package is. But I would venture to guess, you know, probably around 50 bucks or more for a basic cable or maybe even 40. It used to be like 30, 40 bucks. I'm sure it's more than that now. That's without any of the movie channels. But you're still getting a fuck ton of channels at that point. And uh, I feel like, and the movie channels, like if you're getting one movie channel, it's not that much per month 
to add to your package. Um, whereas, like, I'm paying individually for this one channel with, like, Netflix or Amazon. I'm paying a good <laughs> amount of money for that. This, like, this bullshit that this is equivalent to cable TV is a load of horse shit, if you ask me. Um, that being said, uh, I feel like if they're going to be doing all this shit, which uh, they are doing a little bit of this stuff, but I would hope that uh, if I was going to be paying more money, not just our, uh, to avoid watching commercials, that's a little, it's fucking sucks to have to fucking get commercials. It'd be one thing if you had to watch a commercial or two, like before the feature began. Not a big deal. I'll fucking start it and do something else while that's going. But to interrupt as I'm watching the thing, uh, it's kind of annoying. I mean, I, I deal with it on YouTube, but the YouTube commercials, usually only have to watch a couple of seconds of it and you can skip it. I'm just accustomed to that. <laughs> I used to do the YouTube premium. It was fucking amazing not having to watch commercials at all. Uh that's coming from someone that was just earlier on this recording talking about wanting to do voiceover work, and a lot of voiceover work is required for commercials. I've <laughs> I've done commercials uh, on the radio before, and uh, they're fun to do. But I got to say, uh, as a, a listener radio, I don't really listen to normal radio anymore either because there's just way too many commercials. Um, that's how they. <laughs> make up for their loss of revenue is just to add more commercials. Anyway, uh, you would think I'd be like, I love that stuff. Cause I've actually somewhat partake in like making money off commercials, but no, no, I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> I don't have to deal with commercials. This is when it fun comes to, you know, watching stuff or listening. Like I don't really want to sit through an advertisement. Not really, not really something I want. Uh, I mean, pot the podcasts I listen to, they usually have a couple of ads, but it's over the course of an hour long podcast. Um, it is minuscule the amount of ads they do. It's like a live read. They just kind of you know, uh, they'll have some kind of script ish where they talk about it, but it's not. I mean, it's it's so minuscule on like WTF with Mark Marin. Uh which I actually I could I, I have like a premium Marin thing. I could <laughs> on that one I could go completely without commercials, but this commercials on there is not that bad. I just use the uh listen to the normally on iTunes. And uh Comedy Bang Bang, they have commercials. Um but again, I mean it's only a couple of commercials in a one, usually a little over an hour long podcast. Totally fine with that. Totally fine with that. Whereas I don't know what the, the, how it works on normal TV. Now I would venture to guess if you had an hour long show at most, you'd have like 45 minutes of the actual show and 15 minutes of commercials in that hour. If not more. I mean, that's, that's a lot of commercials. That's a lot of breaks. Shit's annoying to me now. 
Whereas, you know, you got like probably like three three breaks in that hour or four, three to four breaks, you know, several minutes apiece. That's, uh, I feel like I'm wasting a lot of my time, you know, a lot of my time. We're like, oh, fuck, commercial. <laughs> I can deal with it, though, if like I'm watching like a live sporting event. There's breaks in that anyway, you know. From watching an NHL game or something like that. I wish I had more options to watch NHL games. I wish there were like Amazon and stuff uh, had more of that. I know Amazon has started to do some more and more live TV. Roku, I think, um, does some streaming of uh, live games. I don't know about... Uh, Shit, I can't spell. Let's see. Let's just uh, <coughs> see here. NHL.com. How to stream to watch and stream NHL games. Uh, da, 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 da. Basically, ESPN. This is your best <laughs> option. ESPN Plus. Which I could get a package deal with Disney and Hulu, but again, that's just another fucking service I'm going to have to pay for monthly. Not crazy about that. Uh, I'm okay with just getting the score updates on my phone. <laughs> I can always just pull up the radio broadcast too. That's that's one way to do it. Um, goddamn, there's TNT. There's just way too many. It's the TNT, I guess, app as well, which is that's another subscription a month. That's another thing that really sucks if you like want to stream stuff. Uh, like via like sports games, like the NHLs. It's not all through the same network. It really depends. Uh, what fucking what games you want to watch? I mean, looks like NHLs is best live on ESPN Plus. Uh, unfortunately, um. <clears throat> Man, I, w- I know that they have packages too, though, whereas I don't know if the NHL has one, but the NFL has like the NFL bundle and stuff you could pay for a season. Like It used to be like 150 or something like that. That's, <laughs> that's a lot of money to just drop. How would I just pay like per month some kind of stuff? I mean, if I nonstop watch football I guess or something it would make sense for me to alright here's my 150 or whatever 200 on an arm and a leg whatever it is but it's just not as important to me as it once was I don't want to I mean I used to have a regular antenna and watch broadcast television so back then it was oh yeah we'll just We'll pull up channel two. Well, I had cable for a long time too. But that was that's been a long time. Getting rid of cable is about the time I stopped watching sports uh nonstop. <laughs> when I had cable television, I guess I did watch a lot of fucking sports. I watched a lot of NBA, NHL. Uh NFL was probably the most I watched, but I definitely wa definitely when it came to playoffs, I mean I would be watching like NBA and uh NHL as uh <clears throat> As a kid, I didn't watch a whole lot of sports. Saw a little bit of baseball and stuff. 
But for the most part, I didn't watch a whole lot of sports. It wasn't until I was like uh, late teens, like early early twenties, that I was like watching a lot of fucking sports, like a lot of sports. Um, and I really got into it for uh, for a long time. I feel it's weird now too. Now that I'm at an age where I'd be well retired <laughs> as a, as an athlete. Which is kind of depressing. I would be if I was still in the league of any sport, pretty much. Um, NHL, I think, still has some older players. They have guys that. It kills me that they would do this, but you know, there's guys that play up into their fifties uh, sometimes. In the NHL, um, like Marley Lemieux, that dude was fucking ancient when he fucking retired. I gotta find out what. Uh, let's see here. I don't remember how old he was when he retired, but he was pretty damn old. Um, Let's see, age at retirement. He died? Did he die? Oh, man, that's... said he retired at 40, but I, I feel like he came back. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, he came back three years in. But I want to say he went on to play. Oh, yeah, he had cancer and shit. God damn. Lemieux was a fucking fantastic player, man. And, of course, he played in the Gretzky era. Um. Oh, no, I guess, fuck. I guess it was the other guy he played. Uh, who was the other guy that played on the Penguins? Uh, oh, his first retirement was... Who the hell has he played with that... Uh, Damn it. I'm thinking of the other guy on the Penguins. Um, teammates here. Uh, <coughs> do, do, do. Oh, I think Yaramir Yager is the one I'm thinking of, perhaps. There's one of them on that <laughs> that team that was fucking amazing. Um, the Penguins had a man. They had such a good team with with Mew and uh, uh, Yager. Let's see here, Yarmir Yager. I want to say he uh, he played to be when he was really old. Let's see here, I want to say he even played uh, in other leagues after the NHL. To do. Okay, he was 45. So he was a couple just a couple of years older than me when he retired. Um I want to say he went on to play a different uh in a different league afterwards though, too. Um and then there was shit, I mean there was Chris Chelios. Maybe there's not as old as guys in the NHL as I, I would have thought. <laughs> but damn, you know that uh anyway, yeah. I even if <laughs> now now it's really uh <clears throat> bothering me that like I thought these guys were older. Okay, Chelios went on to like forty eight. 
So he was almost 50. I guess there's not really... Let's see. Player two uh, tire from NHL. I feel like there's... Gordy Howe was 52 uh, when he... Shit. That's pretty fucking old. <coughs> see here. This is a... Ba -ba -ba, 10 oldest NHL players ever. This is updated in 2024 off of uh, oldest.org. Uh, Tim Horton would go on to play from 1930 to 1974. 44 fucking years. Oh, no, that's his age. Like, there's no... Yeah, he's in play for 44 years. Uh, he was 44 years... 39 days in 1974. Oh, that's, yeah, that was uh, how old he was. He didn't start playing in 1930. He was 44. Um, and then, uh, let's see here. Jacques Plante, uh, Jacques Plante, uh, was played until 1986. He was born in 1929. Again, 44 years and 78 days. 44 seems to be the max hey i got like another year then if I <laughs> where i'd be like hey i'm the age of some hockey player well some hockey players that used to exist there so far there's nobody currently <laughs> in the nhl um which i guess i'll look that up too but man this is sobering to see these ages here uh lester patrick i'm waiting for a big jump and there's just not a big jump it's 44 seems to be lester patrick here Played until 1960, which, man, props to the, those motherfuckers back in the day uh, for being that old and playing that the, that long in the league because, uh, you know, they didn't have the helmets back then and shit. And I'm sure they didn't have much in the way of pads either. They got fucking just destroyed playing back then. He played 18 seasons from 1903 to 1926. Lester Patrick uh, played for the New York Rangers. Uh, well, he played one game in 1928, too, so he came back, like, skipped a year. But he was 44 years and 99 days, 1926. Uh, then here we go. Doug Harvey is number seven on the list. Um, again, with the 44 years. He played for the several teams. We played for the Blues at one point. Um, but he was forty-four years back in nineteen sixty-nine. Uh, he went on the Red Wings after Blues. Anyway, <clears throat> that's fucking. Let's see here, Gump Worsley. There was a guy named Gump. Oh, played until two thousand seven. How did I not know of Gump Worsley? And playing until uh, he was goaltender. I don't remember Worsley. He played until 2007, and I'm I'm not familiar. But uh, he was 44 years, 323 days. He was close to that 45. Here we go. We're gonna start seeing the 45 year olds. As uh, <laughs> holy shit, 21 seasons in the league. And this picture of him, <laughs> that can't be Gump Worsley. Do they have the year correct? Oh, no, okay. I was going to say, 
I guess the, uh, they're showing the age that they died. I'm confused on the, what the they're showing. Uh, okay, yeah, the, by their name, they're hit, like he died. I guess in 2007, but he played till 1974. That makes sense. This picture of him is like ancient. Um, Johnny Bauer uh, played from 45 to 69. It was 45 years and 32 days. Uh, oh shit, man! Has uh, the, these these ages aren't uh, separating a whole lot there. Um, I want to say Yager went on after the NHL, but Yager Yarmir Yager is next on the list. Um, he's still alive. Fun fact. Uh, and uh, he played for a fuck ton of teams. Never the Blues, though. Never the Blues. As, uh he was a damn good player. Yeah, let's see uh let's see what it has to say here on number 4 as we're getting close to the edge here uh, end here. Yarmir Yager retired not that long ago from the NHL at nearly 46 years old. Yager was signed to play with the Calgary Flames from the 2017 to 2018 season but was placed on injured reserve in early 2018, which meant that his last game on an NHL team in late uh was in late 2017. While Yager no longer plays with the NHL, he is still playing professional hockey with H.C. Kladno, his hometown team, which he owns, of the first Czech Republic Hockey League. Yager started his professional hockey career when he was drafted in 1990 by the Pittsburgh Penguins when he was the first Czechoslovak player to be drafted by the NHL without first having to defect to the West as he was drafted right as the Iron Curtain came down near the end of the Cold War. During his NHL career, Yager also played for the Washington Capitals, New York Rangers, Philadelphia Flyers, Dallas Stars, Boston Bruins, New York, New Jersey Devils, and the Florida Panthers. It says here, did you know in 2015 at the age of 42, Yarmir Yager became the oldest player in NHL history to perform a hat trick? Fuck yeah. Yager is also one of only 28 players in the Triple Gold Club. Uh, Agent Mulder here's... We'll chime in here. Uh, who played for the teams that have won the Stanley Cup, the Ice Hockey World Championships, and the Olympic gold medal in ice hockey? Ugh, that's uh, impressive shit there. Still fucking playing to this day. Is uh, he has got to be? He was born in '72, so yeah, he's he's over fifty and uh, still playing hockey. Not in the NHL. He stopped that at 45, almost 46. Um, fucking great player, though, dude. I don't know how, you know, how well he's playing these days. But Number three is Maurice Mo Roberts. Um, played from 20, 1925 to 1951. Oh, but only played in 10 NHL games total. That's interesting. So I guess he was just like a backup the whole time. He was 45 years and 345 days. Um, which I, that's, oh, here's Chelios. We'll read a little bit more into that one. 48 years and 71 days. Man, he was pushing 50 as his last season was 2010. Um, another one of these guys that's still alive. As, uh, I guess I remember more for like being on the Blackhawks and the, the Red Wings. Um, but he's also on the Montreal Canadiens and Atlanta Thrashers. 
says here, Chris Chelios is tied with Gordie Howe for the most seasons played in the NHL at 26. It is the second oldest player ever. Chelios retired when he was 48 years old. Chelios. Fox, what are you doing, dude? Ugh. Ugh. He's hitting buttons. He's muting stuff on the soundboard. Screwing up the recording. He likes to jump on the soundboard for whatever reason. I guess the buttons feel good to press. <laughs> uh, anyway, Chelios began playing hockey in his youth, but didn't have opportunities to play when his family moved to California. However, Chelios did manage to get a scholarship to Alliant International University. It was cut because he wasn't experienced enough to compete with the division players. After momentarily thinking of getting up hockey, Chelios tried his luck out in Canada, but was cut once again. Instead of giving up, Chelios moved back to Cali. As in, uh, oh no, he's now he's going to fuck the laptop up. He's going to lay on that. He's going to fuck everything up. <laughs> God damn it. He's probably going to delete files again. I remember the one, uh, I guess it was during a podcast where he laid on my laptop and started deleting files. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know how he did that. It's just like it just started bringing up a delete screen where it was just deleting a bunch of files. It was almost like he did it intentionally. <laughs> agent Mulder, he's he's an he's an FBI agent. He knows what's up. Anyway, <laughs> after momentarily thinking of getting up hockey, Chelios tried his luck out in Canada. Yeah, we got to that part. Um, see here, Chelios moved back to Cali, like LL Cool J going back to Cali, bulked up and had a successful season with the Moose Jaw Canucks of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Chelios. His hard work paid off, and he was drafted in 1981, the year that I was born. Almost 43 years ago. Um, it, well, it'll be 43 years ago I was born, at least, in uh, on St. Pat's. But uh, by the Montreal Canadiens, he was drafted. In addition to the Canadiens, Chelios played for the Chicago Blackhawks, Detroit Red Wings, and the Atlanta Thrashers. Uh, it says also here, Chris Chelios' NHL records include most games played in the NHL by a defenseman at uh, 1,651, most NHL playoff appearances at 24. He only missed the playoffs twice in his 26-year career. That is fucking impressive. And most career postseason losses with 117, also the most in any professional sport in North America. That's something. Um, but, I mean, when you're playing 26 years, that's just kind of – goes with the territory right you're gonna you're gonna lose a, a few games in there you're gonna lose a few <laughs> and of course number one being i th- i think i already was aware of this but gordy howe um was 52 years of age and 11 days in 1980 his last fucking game uh the year before i was born there he played for the red wings and the hartford whalers the the late Hartford Whalers that team is long I forgot what they turned into because um, I be- believe they became something else or they just went defunct <laughs> um anyway yeah let's read about Gordy Howe I mean I know he's a fucking legend Gordy Howe's uh, not only the oldest player ever in NHL history retiring at the age of fifty two he is also one of the sport's most prolific and greatest hockey players of all time. Fact, Howe's nickname is Mr. Hockey. Howe played in the NHL for 26 seasons from 46 to 1980. It's the fucking year after the World War II ended. 1946 on to 1980, with a few years off due to chronic wrist problems. Um, 
how spent most of his career with the Detroit Red Wings before he first retired in 1971. However, Howe's uh, uh, retirement was short-lived, and he joined the Houston Arrows of the World Hockey Association to play with his sons, Matt and Marty. Howe and his sons moved to on to the New England Whalers in 1977, following the Houston Arrows' struggles when the WHA merged with the NHL in 79. Howe uh, appeared in his final season and retired from the NHL at the age of 52. Gordie Howe still holds many NHL records, including most NHL regular season games played at 1,767. Fuck me. Most NHL regular season goals by a right winger, 801. First player to score over 1,000 goals in the most NHL all-star game appearances at 23. Some records I don't think are going to aren't, aren't gonna be beat. I don't know... Uh, how close anybody is uh, currently. Um, I feel like players just aren't, don't have any real reason to play that old right now. Apparently right now, the oldest guy in the NHL is Mark Giordano. Um, but, do, 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 Yeah, all these old guys, I'm just not really that familiar. The, Mark Giordano is the only one at 40. The rest are in their 30s. So, and nowadays players make much more money. So I would imagine there's just less reason to fucking go through that grind. And I, you know, I guess the players are tend to bulk up more these days. And you're getting hit. You're probably getting hit harder. Then again, I mean, there's more safety precautions taken in sports in general. Uh, at the end of the day, I guess, man, you know, it's, at the end of the day, I, it really depends on your money situation. Is uh, And, I mean, if you really have, I mean, I know some really competitive people, uh, you know, being in running and stuff. And uh, when you're like that, I would imagine it's hard to just go, you know what, I'm done. I'm done, but they'll probably just, you know, want to be competitive in some other area. They'll find something to do to to, to quench that thirst. Which does remind me, I did watch, uh, just recently, Netflix added the 30 for 30 on uh, Ric Flair. that I believe has been out for several years. Was, uh, I've seen clips of it before on YouTube, but I had not seen the whole 30 for 30. Um, if you ever watched wrestling back in the day, or I guess currently, you know, it's it's a good watch. Uh, Ric Flair's a interesting. <laughs> I mean, he was entertaining to watch back in the day. The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> uh, I would think most people know who Ric Flair is, even if they didn't really watch wrestling. I mean, he was he's a part of pop culture. That that Nature Boy. Uh, holy shit, his drinking is fucking legendary. Like the clip I remember seeing on YouTube that is uh in there is talks about his drinking and he went to some some kind of psychiatrist or counselor of some sort and was discussing how much alcohol he consumed on a daily basis. It was something like ten or eleven beers plus an insane amount of mixed drinks <laughs> each day. 
and somehow he would show up for work the next day um and be fine <laughs> it was just an insane amount of uh alcohol each day i'm thinking nowadays he doesn't do as much unfortunately he had uh his son pass away from uh a drug overdose uh and he was like 26 or something of that nature and that part's pretty sad you're watching the documentary but it's <clears throat> i mean he admits he was not a great father that uh i it does seem that he feels a lot of the responsibility for the fact that uh his son died at such a early age his son became a wrestler as well and uh he would party with his son and shit and uh and that's that's something I don't think you fucking live uh you get over. I was gonna say live through, but I mean obviously it's live, but I don't think uh <clears throat> I don't think you, you ever forget that, man. That's something and he said for the whole next year, um, after his son's passing, I mean he got just stupid drunk every fucking day. I'm assuming probably just wanted to like fucking kill himself with alcohol. But uh, Ric Flair's still around, still uh, still kicking it. Speaking of still kicking, <laughs> uh, King Charles. Um, never been a fan of the monarchy itself. Monarchy in general, not a fan, not a fan. I don't understand why so many Americans like love the British royal family, <laughs> and why princesses and everything is so well regarded i want to be a prince or a princess and like it's just so magical like fuck that no monarch down with monarchy fuck all of that shit it's a relic that should have died off centuries ago um being believing that uh you know certain individuals are uh born into uh, just insane amounts of wealth and that they should you know, rule upon uh, everybody. What you know, it's not exactly how the British royal family works now. At this point, I mean, at this point, they're basically figureheads with a fuck ton of money. Um, but anyway, King Charles, uh, who's only been like king for like has it even been a year yet? I don't even think it's been quite a year. But it looks like he's on his way out. I mean, the guy is seventy-five. He's no, he's no spring chicken, as they call it. Um, but it looks like he might be dying here soon with the, he's got the cancer. Uh, it's unspecified at the moment, but it sounded like it's pretty bad. I mean, his family, I believe has gone to the hospital and shit. Um, <clears throat> they just detect, Oh, it says it's an unspecified, uh, form of cancer, but it's the, it sounds like it's prostate cancer. He was going in for treatment on an enlarged prostate in January. It's funny how they'll, They'll mention that, the enlarged prostate. But we can't tell you what kind of cancer it is. It sounds like it's prostate cancer. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, that's that's a killer of a lot of old dudes. From what I was told whenever I had a UTI at an enlarged prostate, that uh, if you live long enough as a man, you're probably going to die of prostate cancer. You're going to get that. Well, not necessarily die of it, but... It's uh, more often than not, you're going to be an old man. You're going to get prostate cancer. And it it appears that uh, the king of Britain, 
King Charles has got it. And uh, I can't say, though, it's that shocking to see that, you know, his reign might might be over. Like, you know, I mean, they're not releasing details about the cancer, but it sounds like he's pretty bad off. Um, and from what I understand, he's not into uh, taking normal treatment and stuff as uh, chemo and all that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that, that kills me. Like if the, if he does die now, which I mean, he's 75, if he's able to outlast this cancer, I mean, how realistically is much longer is he going to survive that again? He's 75. Um, if he doesn't get like treatment for it, uh, or you know, very little treatment and stuff. I mean, it, what what is he going to be around another year or so? Like realistically, they just spent all this money for the coronation. This is what I, what I'm really getting at here is like the, like a fuck ton of money. The British people are paying for that. It's coming out of their taxes and whatnot, and. Uh, <clears throat> I guess it makes, you know, I guess an argument could be made too, though. I guess that kind of ceremonies and stuff does make money for a lot of local businesses and shit in England. I'm sure that a lot of vendors and stuff make a fuck ton of money whenever they do like a coronation. And um, an argument could be made to where it, it does help a lot of businesses. But you had a coronation not even a year ago, what have you. And now you're probably going to be needing to do another coronation and what, like, <laughs> here soon. It's, uh, that's, that's a lot of money to be spending. Uh, which they had, to be fair, though, I mean, they had a big gap between the last coronation. I mean, Queen Elizabeth came queen, what, fucking 1900? <laughs> I know that's not accurate, but she was she was like a hundred when she died. <laughs> so I mean, it was it was a long time ago. Um, she, I mean, she fucking lived through fucking World War Two and shit. She was around for a long fucking time, and uh, I don't remember when she became queen, but it was she she was a uh, queen for decades upon decades upon decades, and. uh what 50 years or more it was it was a long time um so i guess you know they saved some money on her with the the coronations i mean they had the they have the jubilee the queen's jubilee every year which is probably the same cost as the coronation but uh dude uh nope nope oh she was 96 she died. She didn't quite make a hundred. Uh, see, Rainier. She. It was. It was. A, it was a minute. Um. Yeah, she didn't quite make a hundred. February sixth, uh, nineteen fifty-two, is when she first uh, became queen. That's a. That's a long time, man. That's over. That's like seventy years. It's right at seventy years fucking good lord yeah 70 years 
Um, whereas King Charles looks like he, he may not even get a year under his belt. <laughs> he waited his whole, he waited 75 years knowing that he'd one day get that crown and maybe it was all the pens. <laughs> it's that great video of him like freaking out over the pen and like hissing like a cat. <laughs> uh, down with the monarchy though, man, just get, I hope, I mean, I know it's not going to be the case, but like if he does pass on and, uh, you know, maybe the people see like, do we really need to keep this Royal family thing going? I mean, you guys don't have, I'm, I'm not calling for you to give back to say those priceless artifacts that you stole from like all those African nations, like the, the, uh, Royal family's jewels, like they have in the crown and all that, you know, I'm not asking for that. Just, you know, why, why are you <laughs> subjecting your people through that? At this point, it's just entertainment. But then you get shit like Prince and Andrew, who's clearly a scumbag. And it would appear that he's had sex with underage women. And he's just a, he's just a, a scumbag and that uh, he's not going to pay his, his paying for such crimes is uh, that he doesn't have to do his duties from what I understand where he doesn't have to basically, <clears throat> he doesn't have to work and be like, Oh, Hey, I should have fucked up law <laughs> to me. I'd be like, Hey, all right, I'll fuck up more. Not going to get my, uh, stripped of my rights or anything like that. But, uh, all I have to do is just not have to show up for these public events and stuff anymore. Fucking rock on. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to go around fucking underage women, but, uh, <clears throat> or girls at that point um, just to get out of that. But uh, I might consider, you know, murdering a few people. I mean, that <laughs> or not, you know, that might be a little bit different. Probably not. I'm sure there's probably been some royal people. Definitely in the past. I don't know about current, current royal family. I can't say that. I know in the past royal families have murdered a lot of people. And uh, it's just, you know, how it is. Um. But I've been going a little long today. I think it's time to wrap it up. I need to get some food. Agent Mulder's still laying on my laptop, and so far he hasn't deleted any files that I know of. <laughs> uh, but I do need to wrap this thing up. Uh, so, as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.